CarPro USA is where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds is the CarPro, a 35-year auto industry veteran and two-time winner of the USA Today Dealer of the Year Award. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, a Radio Hall of Famer and two-time winner of the Most Freckles Per Square Inch Award. What? Okay. Welcome to CarPro USA. And we do thank you for joining us here. This is CarPro USA, your home for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. I was in the car business for a whole lot of years, and I'd be happy to share anything I can with you. I review, oh, I do full reviews on at least 50 cars a year, but I drive well over 100. And, uh, you know, if you're thinking about making a move and you're not sure what to do, I don't want you to make a mistake. So talk to me first. It won't cost you a penny. And, you know, right now, with the trade-in values the way they are, the way they've been this week, I've just been shocked. I was, I, I just kept shaking my head Wednesdays. Typically, I'll, I'll follow the simulcast of uh, the Dallas Auto Auction where I live and just see, you know, the only thing I care about is here's book value or from the Mannheim uh, genre, Mannheim Market Report, which is, you know, it's, it's it's what it's real time info on what cars you're bringing, and and so the dealers use that a lot. Even if they're not buying at the auction, they use that report because a lot of most of the places you find online are just not accurate. And so, what I always want to know is is are cars bringing over or under MMR? If they're bringing under, that tells me that the market is soft. And if they're bringing over, uh, it tells me the market's hot and and dealers are paying way too much for cars right now. And the market this week was hot. It's been two weeks in a row. Cars look to be averaging around $4,000 over the MMR price. And that's that's unheard of. And everything was selling for that. It, It was in the past, last year, when the used car market heated up, when there was such a shortage of new cars last year it was just trucks and suvs this year i'm watching camrys and altimas and lexus es350s i mean stuff that are dime a dozen bringing four grand over mmr and i went oh i gotta tell everybody about this because if you're thinking about doing something and you go through my website and get that great deal on a new vehicle but then your trade-in is worth more than it's ever been worth before or will ever be worth again, let's do something. 800-926-7777. My trusty sidekick, Kevin, where'd you go? I went out to get some folders with the continued paperwork and invoices and stuff that I send out to your clients. Oh, well, thank you for that. You know, so they'll send you money. Pretty little. Was that okay? Sure, it is. (laughs) But I feel the need to explain... (laughs) <laughs> what we sell we sell ads during the show that's how i make a living right i don't make a penny if you use one of our dealers no. in other words the dealer doesn't give me a quote-unquote kickback or anything no and i have nothing to do with the advertising on this show no just on the local show in Dallas. that's correct yeah that's correct so just to be clear you can't pay me for my advice 
You dealers, can't pay for her. Say, hey, would you tell everybody that this real car's better than it is? <laughs> it's a real bargain right now. Uh, no. no, I don't. Uh, I, I don't play that game. Speaking of bargains, there's, there's, I think a really valuable thing that you put in the newsletter. It's also up on the website under news at CarPro USA. It's KBB's study on resale values. Yeah. And, you know, I get so tired of people that email me when they shouldn't be. And they say, well, Kevin, I looked at this and the book value on such and such. And I'm going, what book value? Where, where did you get that? Where, yeah. da, 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 da. And I'm going, you know, and I, I send them your thing about, you know, the a car's worth what it's ready to pay for. But that's a rabbit hole. The KBB resale value, where they say the best normal brand is Toyota, the best luxury brand resale value is Toyota, and then it goes on down to compact car, midsize car, luxury car, sports car, hybrid, electric, all every kind of sub uh, category you could look at in cars and brands and gives you the best resale value. So if you're thinking about keeping a car for five, seven years, maybe four, whatever, and you're concerned about resale value or of SUV, this could really help you not end up upside down three or four years from now. Oh, for sure. And if you're thinking about a lease, the better the resale value, the lower the payments are going to be. And so in this case, the better I'd say, chance you have of equity at the end of the lease. Yeah. Oh, I got that the other day. Guy, guy wrote me and he said, I had a 15,000 mile a year lease. I only put 15,000 miles in three years on my car. Do they pay me back for the mileage I didn't use? <laughs> I sent him your article from the FAQ page about what you do at the end of your lease. There you go. Let's talk to Joshua in San Antonio. Hello, Josh. How can I help you? Hey, how is it going? Um, I'm interested in the Chevy Bolt right now. Yeah. And to be honest, I've never had an electric car. And I just want to know what your feeling is on going electric as opposed to having a gasoline engine. I mean, um, for me, I, I'm, I don't think I will ever own an electric car personally because I want to be able to get in it and go to, you know, cross country, cross state without having to map my trip around chargers. But that's just me. Okay. Um, you know, if, if you've got a short commute and... I do actually have a short commute. I have about a 15 to 30 minute drive every day. And I'm just thinking this is, you know, to me, it really feels like the way to go. But I don't know why. I've never been down this road. I just really want to make sure that this is the right choice for me. Do you have another vehicle? Or is this going to be your only mode of transportation? I have a 2007 Mazda 6 that is pretty much at the end of its lifespan, I believe. And I'm ready to trade it for something more reliable. And I'm wondering if this, uh, I hold on to vehicles for a pretty good amount of time. And I would like to know that this uh, Chevy Bolt is actually going to last me a pretty good amount of time. I, I don't think there's any problem with that at all. I mean, you go back to the Chevy Volt, uh, which I reviewed Back when it first came out, they, they've been great vehicles. Uh, you know, there's the, uh, gasoline and electric, isn't it? Yeah, that's the that was the hybrid. In fact, I think it was the first hybrid ever reviewed. Uh, but the Bolt has been a good car. I, I think it'll last you, you know, 
well past 100,000 miles. Um, and, and give it some thought. I mean, I've got some articles on my FAQ page about electric cars. Read those. Weigh it all out. think you can't go wrong with the Bolt if you decide to go electric. And I've got a good dealer there, Cavender Chevrolet. They'll take care of you. You can spend days looking for the right car or just minutes talking to the car pro at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. Every week on our Facebook page, which we have a lot of fun with during the week, by the way, if you want to check it out, we put up a classic car of the weekend on the weekends. And sometimes they're, eh, well, okay, that was okay, but sometimes they're difficult to identify. This week's classic car is probably the all-time classic car and the easiest of all time to identify. So... So now it's just luck of the draw. Yeah. Now, if you want to take a chance on winning a custom-made auto heat shield for whatever you drive, just click the Facebook logo at carprousa.com, put your uh, comment in, and you might be the winner. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's got to win. Might as well be you. And JP in Belleville. JP, welcome. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, Question I had, my wife's had the same Suburban since 2002, and it's time for her to get a new car and she is looking at the land rover defender 90 i know you uh reviewed the 110 just wanted to see what you thought about the 90 coming out i think it comes out this week and uh whether the four cylinder or the six cylinder would you be know, the way to go i'm trying to th- trying to remember the differences between the 110 and the 90 um uh, the 90s, the two-door, and the 110 is the four-door. Oh, that's right. Thank you very much. Um, mm-hmm. I tell you, I enjoyed that thing when when I when I had it. I th- thought it drove great, and, you know, people just fawned all over it. And, it, you know, it, the one I had, it was a beautiful kind of a light tannish brown color, and it, right. it, it was terrific. Uh, I liked everything about it. Uh, I'll probably get the 90 in the not too distant future to try. Okay. And okay. I could tell you more then than I can now. I just, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to comment on cars that aren't out yet, you know? Right. Right. Uh, but on the one ten, do you think the four cylinder is beefy enough or do you think? Unless you've got, unless she's got a heavy foot, I think it would, I think it would be <laughs> fine. Um, yeah. Okay. That, that, okay. What's she driving now? Tell me that. She's been driving the same 2002 Suburban. We bought it new. So we put four kids through college, and now it's time to get her something for herself. Time to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Give me a little time okay. to get get behind the wheel of that 90, and I'll I'll tell you more. Is, is she in a hurry? No, no, not in a hurry. Okay. So we got a little time. All right, good. So. I've got, uh, All right. I got a good dealer in Houston. I got a good dealer in San Antonio. For, for rovers uh and i'll tell you that 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 110 has been selling like hotcakes um the, the dallas dealer that i buy all my personal rovers from they can't keep them in stock uh they they sell the minute that they that, that they hit the ground and i, I was it, it, I, th- I thought it the looks before i actually drove it i thought the looks were a little polarizing 
and I wasn't sure how well it was going to do, but boy, I missed the mark on that one. It's selling like crazy. I do appreciate the call, JP. Thank you for listening to the show, and and I'll be happy to help you. I just want to I, I want to have the knowledge to be able to do that. Next week, talking about SUVs. Yes. Oh, I got a doozy for you next week. Pronounce the name of it again for me. Alpina. Okay, A-L- I'm going to Google this. I'm going to see what it looks like. A-L-P-I-N-A. I got that. The XB7. And this is the BMW. Not just the B7, the XB7. XB7. I'm going to uh, uh, tell you it's got 612 horses under the hood. Not exactly the vehicle for everybody. XB7 VSGLS 63. I don't know. Okay. 2021 BMW Alpina XB7. Sounds like it. Yeah. Ooh, it looks like an extended, looks like a presidential limousine SUV. It's just, I mean, the body is just an X7, which is, the first three-row SUV, BMW. Well, see the picture SUV. I got here? Doesn't that look like a really long car? Yeah, but I think that's just the angle of the picture. I, it looks pretty normal, the ones I've, the pictures that I've seen. But $156,000 on the window sticker. Uh, so what do you get for that? You really? get 612 horses. Yeah, but you can buy a 612-horse engine and a Dodge Charger for a lot less than that. Well, I had, I had uh, the Jeep. With 702 horses. What was that, the Trailhawk? No, it wasn't the Trailhawk. The Monster Hawk? No. The Killer Hawk? Uh, And it was, I mean, it was super fast. I, You know, this one, 612, I would guess is a whole lot heavier than than that that Jeep was. But we'll see. I'll let you know the specs, 0 to 60 in a minute. Yeah, you do that. Okay, so your automotive needs are very specific. So call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777. And Roger in San Antonio, you're up next on CarPro USA. What can I do for you, sir? Oh, Jerry, good afternoon. You and Kevin. Thank you, sir. First point is, Jerry, do you think if our nation goes into inflation, will that affect the automobile prices? Well, it certainly could. Um, you know, and there really isn't a lot to go on because car business changed so much since the last time we had that issue. Um, but yeah, it, it, it certainly could. It could be in your favor. Because if business, the car business has been good for 10 straight years. That's unheard of in history, uh, going back to the late 1800s. So, you know, if if the economy slows down, you know, typically you're going to see bigger incentives on cars because they're going to be harder to sell. But, I, you know, it's all different now. I mean, everybody's, a bunch of people today are getting $1,400 in their checking account for doing nothing. And, and, you know, that's that, the car dealers, that's one of the reasons the used car market is so high right now. Dealers are anticipating people buying cars with their stimulus checks. Oh, wow. And how is the hybrid market doing? 
Will it go up? It will go up based on fuel prices. So every time in the past that we've had gas spikes, hybrid sales spike, when gas is cheap, you know, I mean, you're in Texas too. It's, you know, we, we got used to that $2 a gallon stuff and, and gas has gone up 270% in the last month. So, you know, hybrid sales are going to go up. Electric sales are going to go up. And frankly, that may be the plan. That may be one of the reasons we're seeing gas prices go up is to fuel electric cars sales because it's been, they've been outside of California. They've been dismal less than outside of California. Electric car sales have been less than one half of 1% of the cars sold in America. So I know, I know this administration wants to, wants to push green and I'm all for green. I'm all for electric cars. As long as people like them and they trust them and they know what they're getting themselves into. And we've got, the electric grid for it because as you know i was without electricity for five days last month because of the grid if everybody plugs in a car at night i gotta think that's not gonna get any better i appreciate the call the car pro knows all and shares all call jerry reynolds now at car pro usa 1-800-926-7777 This hour of CarPro USA is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Go to Progressive.com. I talked in uh, a couple of hours ago about dear friend, Nate Murphy, the vice president and general manager at Fred Haas Toyota World in the Houston market. And uh, his wife passed away a couple of days ago. A beautiful, stunningly Beautiful exterior, equally as beautiful inside. Uh, 44-year-old lady, mm-hmm. died of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Nate's just devastated as is his son, and Nate's been so good to so many of our listeners through the years, helping them with Toyotas uh, at Fred Haas Toyota World. Um, at our Facebook page, which you can access from CarPro USA. I've got information there about uh, Chris Godwin, who is the owner at South Fork Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Manville. And he and Nate Murphy are really, really close friends, been best friends for years. And he started a fundraiser uh, for a, a place called the Rose Breast Care research and it's just a really good organization if you're so inclined or if you've bought a car from nate or helped him uh, you know what a great guy he is if you've met him um you know if you can spare five or ten dollars that that would be awesome again you can go to carprousa.com click the facebook logo at the top and it'll take you right to it and we will go back to the phones and talk to Mark in Los Angeles. Hello, Mark. Hi, Jerry. I have been listening to you for years, but a first-time caller. Well, good to have uh, you, man. <laughs> thank you very much. Jerry, I have been leasing cars for the last 20 years, and normally it's been a BMW. But two and a half years ago, I changed to a Volvo, and my lease is up in August. 
So now I'm I'm looking at three different cars to change to. It's, it's going back to the BMW 4 Series or the Audi A5 or even the Tesla 3. And I kind of want to get your thoughts on them, if you don't mind. Did you which BMW did you have last? The 428. Okay, and how did you like it? I loved it. the The problem with the, the problem with it was simply that the interior hadn't changed in six years, and when I was going to lease again, the same interior, and I just got tired of looking at the same car inside. Yep, now boy, it's changed. That makes really good sense to me. But I guess the reason I'm really asking is. The Audi is going to give you more of a luxury car ride and drive versus the BMW, which is going to be sportier. And if you if you're a real fan of that sporty, tight, good handling car, BMW is a, you know the best choice out there. Although I will tell you, and this might be a surprise to you, an Acura is fantastic from a driving standpoint. It's a real driver's okay. car, especially with their uh, super handling all-wheel drive package. I, you know, and and there's all you know, it's a Honda essentially, uh, right. but Correct. so you know it's going to be top-notch quality-wise, and they do great lease deals. Uh, the A5 I like again; it's more of a luxury car to me than it is a sports car. The the Model Three, everybody that I've ever talked to that had a Model Three loved it. I mean, and and they had problems with it and still loved it. And that's, I mean, that's how you know a car is really something special. It's like Rovers. You know, I've said for years, because I've owned a ton of them, you know, even back before the quality improved, people would 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 have a, a Land Rover and you would ask, you'd talk to them and you'd ask them, how do you like it? It's in the shop all the time. It's still in the shop right now. And I absolutely love it. It, it was weird, and and the and the Model Three has sort of been that way too. Um, you know, the question I always ask people that talk electric is, you know, do, do you have a charging station when you get to the office? Are you willing to put a, a level two charger in your house? I mean, electrics are great for short commutes, and Tesla is they do the best job with electrics of anybody out there. No, no doubt about it. I mean, again, their quality is, it can be iffy on some of these cars, but, uh, you know, if it's your very first electric car, I would give it some real serious thought. It, it For me, oh, fair enough. I'd go back, I'd probably go back with the 428 um, if I were you, and I would look at an Acura too. Uh, the TLX is a great car. Um, with some great lease specials. I mean, really great lease specials. you're special. driving between the BMW and the Audi, is there any appreciable difference, or they're about the same? As far and as? Not in terms of ride, in terms of just comfort, in terms of, you know. Well, I think Audi does a better job with interiors than BMW does. Well, I, I agree with you. <laughs> they're really nice. Audis are nice. I had an A8 for... A lot of years, and still to this day, one of my favorite all-time cars. I hated to get rid of it. Mechanically-wise, or you think oh. about the same mechanically-wise? Yeah, I do. I do. I th- in fact, okay. I think the Audi probably would, if you ended up keeping the car, I mean, if you're leasing, you, we, don't have, we don't have to worry about anything. But if you end up, you know, if you lease something and then end up buying it, which I see a lot of people do, 
then then down the road, I think the Audi will cost less to maintain and probably be a better car than the BMW. I appreciate your input as always. You, you are more than welcome, sir. I do have good dealers for all those that we talked about except Tesla because Tesla doesn't have dealers. So I can't have a Tesla dealer because there is no such thing. How about that? How about we talk to Dennis, and he's calling from uh, Maryland, Texas. Boy, that's one I never heard of. Dennis, are you there? Hello, Dennis. I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. The screen was it's Debbie. Debbie, welcome. Hi. Hi. Sorry about that. <laughs> we're we're having technical difficulties here. What can I help you with? Uh, I am looking at a car, a 2013 uh, Nissan Sentra SR5. Uh huh. With thirty three thousand miles on it, was wondering what your thoughts are on that car. The transmissions are horrible. Okay. And I mean horrible. That I mean, they, Nissan has has fixed them now, but from about 2012 to 2015, if you're in a car, if you're in a Nissan with a CVT, it's not if you're going to have a transmission failure, it's when you're going to have a transmission failure. That's one of the and people inside the industry know this, Debbie, and and I'm sure that the price of that car looked very attractive to you, but oh yeah, that's why, that's why. Okay. Very good. That was my question to you. Well, I am certainly happy to help you. There's some other great cars out there, you know, in that same size uh, that did not stay away from the Ford Focus. If you find one of those, because they're going to look cheap too. And it's the same problem, transmission issues. Uh, stay away from both those cars, or you're gonna you're gonna have trouble. And I don't want to see you do that. Try to find your Honda or a Toyota. You can't go wrong with those, and they'll last a couple of hundred thousand miles, and they have no history of anything but great, great service. I appreciate the call, kiddo. The Michael Jordan of car advice is the Car Pro, Jerry Reynolds. Call Car Pro USA now at one 7777 This is CarPro USA, and earlier when Jerry was talking about his review vehicle next week, the Alpina B37 BMW something. You butchered the hell out of that. Well, of course, but it's a BMW SUV with how many horsepower? 612. And I told you I'd look up the specs. Yes, you did. Okay. Did you do that? Yep. In size... It's almost identical to the regular, not the extra length, but the regular Escalade. It's a big honker. Mm, I like that. In zero to 60, four seconds flat. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little faster than an Escalade. (laughs) Yeah, about twice as fast. Yeah. Holy cow, that ought to be fun. I would put maybe some foam padding, if you can find any, on the back of my head before I hit it. Yeah. Now, now I see why it's $156,000. Yeah. But it'll be fun. It'll be a fun week. Mm-hmm. I promise you. And let's talk to Lewis in Houston. Lewis, thank you for holding, my friend. How you doing? I'm good, man. What can I help you with? Um, 
I had a question. I was I didn't really know if it was worth me doing, but I have two cars. Uh, I'm I'm looking to get into a you know a Chevy you know like a Trail Boss. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be brand new. Uh, you know, it could be uh, something just really low mileage. Um, but we just recently inherited a car. I guess my uh, we had a death in the family and. Uh, my mother-in-law bought this uh, uh, MKZ, the uh, Lincoln MKZ. Yeah. 2017, it's got, I don't know, 50,000 miles on it roughly. Just bought it uh, here probably a few months ago and just recently passed. And mm. you know, she paid cash for it. And Sorry to hear that. So, uh, oh, well, so thank you. And anyways, uh, so my wife got this car. And uh, it's paid off, like I said. We just got to finish the paperwork up and, and get all that stuff uh, title transferred over. Sure. But I have a, a 2018 Ford Fusion that's got, uh, I don't know, 69, almost 70,000 miles on it that I'm financing. I'm, um, geez, I'm probably, I still owe like 20, 23 on it, 23,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, of course, I'm wanting to get out of the Ford uh, just because, really, I've been driving the EMKD ever since here the last month, and the Fusion maybe has been started once or twice. So, you know, there's no sense in us really even paying for that car anymore. But if I could take, you know, both those cars, uh, one that's paid off and one that has the note, and then, you know, kind of swap them out and, and get into, you know, a truck is what I really want. Yeah. Uh, is that something that I should? Is, I mean, would that would that benefit me at all? I mean, ideally, I mean, if I just got rid of the fusion, I don't have a car payment. If I just stick with you know the the MKD, but you know, I mean, it's yeah, it's, but it's you're, nice, but I'd like to get it. Uh, you're you're hurt. You're really hurt in that fusion. How did you? Have you got that kind of a balance on it? Did you trade something in that you were already upside down in? Yeah, it was. You know, just you know. It's, boneheaded moves, you know, that have finally just kind of caught up with me. Yeah, no, you're in a good position to combine the two cars together, still have equity, obviously, you know, to put down on the truck. Yeah, I think think your plan is good. I, I would recommend that you do this. Let me give you a website to go to and enter the information on both your cars and see what kind of cash offer that you'll get. Because you can do it all online, you know. Just put put in a little bit of information, a VIN number, or license number, and some pictures and the miles, and let's see what the combined value of both cars is versus the payoff on the Fusion. And if you want to call me back next week, you can. We can talk about it. I just want to talk specifics, not generalities. So go to give me the givemethevin.com slash CarPro. Hey, let's see. CarPro USA is where you find out whether to keep your car or just give it a cigarette and a blindfold and be done with it. 1-800-926-7777. Let's talk about our FAQ page just for a second at carprousa.com at the top right there is a menu button just 
just click that and it'll take you to the following page where it's kind of a splash page with all the information. You'll see FAQs there. And I have put literally thousands of hours of my time into this, into the articles at this page. And I, I tried to give you something no matter what the circumstances were. Uh, I've got a section on new cars. I've got a section on used cars. Under used cars, I talk about factory certified cars because a lot of people wonder, hey, is certified the way to go or how about a regular used car? I've got an article there about buying a car cross country, and that's getting to be a big, big thing. Then I've got a section on leasing that is everything you could possibly want to know. I've got a section on choosing a dealer, which is pretty interesting. I talk about buying at one dealership, servicing at a different one, what to do if the dealer doesn't have the car in stock that you want. I warn you about dealer ads. I give you tips on problem solving with a car dealer. Then I've got a finance section, paying cash versus financing. One of the questions I get all the time, extended warranties. You know, what are my feelings on those? And then I've got a trade-in or sell-your-own-car section. I talk about titles, talk about getting the most for your trade-in, trading in versus selling yourself, how to sell a car on Craigslist. That's a very important one. Then I've got a senior driver's section, an insurance section, and a maintenance section. So I got it all for you right there, carprousa.com. And again, click on the menu button and look for the FAQs, almost 100 articles there. And below that, you'll find some pretty amusing stories that I've written too. It's not hard to get Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, to help you find your next vehicle. All you have to do is call CarPro USA, 1-800-926-7777.